0: Hello, everyone. I'm Melina. And I'm Aditi. Welcome to an episode of Yakkin About Bojack. Yes, welcome to another episode of Yakkin About Bojack. Today we're doing Christmas with Bojack. Uh, so we're doing the Christmas special. There's only one Christmas special, and it does come in 2014. Right after season one, which we have officially finished.
1: Woo! So if you have
0: not listened to it,
1: please go listen. We had an epic finale last week, or last two weeks ago, with the finale. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, check it out. and Because now it's all just fun and games with Bojack and Todd and candy canes.
0: This episode was definitely a lot less stressful, I think, than the rest of the season. Lower stakes, more fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, it was a sitcom, so everything gets resolved in half an hour, right?
1: Yeah, and also one thing I noticed in Bojack Land doesn't it not snow in Christmas over there.
0: Like it's Hollywood. He it doesn't does snow it? in Southern California. Oh right, it's Hollywood. <laughs> oh sorry, no, 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 we got it wrong, Melina. It's Hollywoo. Hollywood. Do they ever get the D back? I can't. I can't tell you that. But right now, <laughs> it's Hollywoo. <laughs> right, Hollywood is not snow. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: too used to snow around here.
0: Yeah, is is very. We get a lot more snow. Anyways, Christmas. I, I think it's a tradition for so many Hollywood sitcoms to have a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. This one's called Sabrina's Christmas Wish. Melina, mm-hmm. do you want to do the summary this time?
1: No, not really. I, I, just, <laughs> <neither
0: would. laughs> I was gonna be like, let's change things up. I just put you on the spot. No, that's fine. It's fine. I will do the summary. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas. Todd convinces Bojack to spend some holiday time together rather than alone. See, Melina, we're spending time together. Uh, they yeah. watch the first and Around Christmas special. I assume it's the first because it's Sabrina's first Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's called Sabrina's Christmas Wish. But in the episode, Sabrina... Has never had Christmas before. She's the youngest of the three orphans that Mm -hmm. um, Bojack has adopted on the show. He's just called Horse. They just refer to him as Horse. Yeah. Yeah, I was confused.
1: Like, they just called him Horse. I'm like, isn't he supposed to be your, like, dad? Like, why are you
0: just calling him Horse? I think because he's their adoptive dad, they refer to him as Horse. And I think Horse is his name on the show.
1: Oh. Oh. I thought he, for some reason, I thought he was going to be called Bojack, I'm not sure, on the show.
0: No, no, I think that's just his, like, which is kind of silly because that just seems like lazy writing that he's <laughs> his horse on the show, you know?
1: Because I remember when they first brought it up and he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, people, like, his, I think there was some, like, conflict with, like, him at the office and how he was, like because he wanted to get promoted or to partner yeah. or something but then yes. they were like oh you're like a horse adopting human kids Yes. and I'm like I guess he's a horse Well, first of all I need to see everyone else like maybe there's a cat here is there a weasel here is he the only horse that works here? Yeah What's it seems like
0: TV strangely enough in their world is like there's a huge bias for human characters like to me it kind of seems like how we, we talk about representation like animal representation mm-hmm. is really required to a point where the non-human character has to first of all that's the reason there's a pun for the show um mm-hmm. the fact that he's non-human actually makes it uh really big and his name is just the horse
1: the horse the and horse he does like, like nay anytime Doesn't he?
0: yeah and it also <laughs> makes me think about like the timeline of this world like how recently have humans become sentient that like <laughs> some of these puns make sense uh, <laughs> i don't know um, know, or then it's like weird that he anyways i just it's so much about this is strange yes it is but uh in the in this
1: episode like we got to uh get introduced to the, the characters like the three kids yeah. and like what three bojack little orphans One, two, three. Oh, that's the uh, opening song
0: yeah i i didn't hate it i definitely do love the original bojack intro and i think that was missing from this episode melina
1: uh well it's that's because it's supposed to give it a lighthearted theme
0: true true but i feel like just that i actually listened to the bojack intro it's by patrick carney from the black keys and ralph carney and they actually created it specifically for the show Mm. uh so it's it's really cool and it's really hypnotic and i kind of miss that but i do love the three little orphans one two three um melina what did you think of the three little orphans
1: Three little orphans were uh, they were interesting, so we got the oldest one, uh, Olivia yes she's supposed to be I think the stereotypical teenage girl at the time yes, like with like
0: she she wanted to get with the the her with one of the high school boys ride right on a motorcycle mm-hmm. um, she speaks with a very valley girl accent, very 80s, 90s mm-hmm. um, I think what's the stereotype at that time.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm and then she's sort of like a, I think like a kind of try africa daddy's girl to Bo. like i don't know like i got those kind of vibes from her but oh
0: yeah but i don't like i feel like daddy's girl also might have negative connotations like she's spoiled yeah. by her dad but i i also feel like i don't think bojack's really spoiling her that much i do feel like sarah lynn's character sabrina gets mm. spoiled the most spoiler alert: she's the third little orphan Mm-hmm. Of the one, two, three,
1: <laughs> which makes I think in a lot of like the generally when you mm-hmm. think about fam- uh, children, generally the youngest is the one that gets spoiled the most.
0: Yes, and Melina and I are both the youngest. Yes, why are you why are you acting surprised? <laughs> <laughs> like, we are. I, I would not say I was
1: spoiled. Yeah, I,
0: neither I would I. I think it's because we're not in a pack of three, Melina. That's why. If we were in a pack of three, we would have been spoiled. True. We in youngest, a pack three. of
1: two. Yeah. In a pack, in a pack of, of two, two, the second is usually ignored.
0: <laughs> in a, I don't think you're usually ignored. I think that, I do think I was given a little bit more leeway than my sister was. But, like, I didn't feel that big. It's fine. <laughs> my sister could probably write in and complain about this. Sorry. But no, I do think that poor Ethan, <laughs> he's the middle one. He was the butt of so many jokes. I just don't think that was fair.
1: He was, I think he was supposed to be the stereotypical guy, like, a nerdy, not funny at the time. Uh, like Yeah, quote-unquote like quote-unquote nerdy, quote unquote loser, which I
0: hated about the uh, 90s shows where they really picked on the nerdy kids. And I was like, I'm yeah. the nerdy kid. I don't want you to pick on me. This is so mean. Apparently it's changed now. I was listening to, um, mm-hmm.
1: I think there's like a U- uh, YouTube channel called The Take.
0: Yes. Oh, I I watch a lot of their videos too. Okay. Yeah.
1: And and they I I listened to one recently. It was about how like how like the the re- most recent generation was like everything. It's kind of like the all the tropes have changed. Yes, it's sort of like now they're nerdy kid who used to be laughed at and stuff they were laughing and now they're kind of like considered the cool ones and like this yep. the like people to go to kind of like yeah people very tech to talk and all that stuff
0: oh yeah because uh-huh. i feel like now that tech has become so prevalent it's like in the 80s and 90s if you were someone who's like on the interwebs you were like weird but now it's mm-hmm. It, it's so commonplace to be on the internet that that is cool. You don't necessarily have to be nerdy to be on it, though. But uh, yeah, I can do see how, like, knowing tech is a cool thing. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, sadly, Ethan was not in the time. So Yeah,
0: poor Ethan. <laughs> so, like, they made fun of him in two ways. Uh, one... In, in the intro sequence they were just like always hitting on like I think Bojack sprayed him with water so he looked like he peed himself hit him with a ball and I was like okay that <laughs> seems so mean and then they were they were making fun of him for all of his jokes which I thought were insightful sometimes
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not sure but I did hate his catchphrase yowza yowza bo bowza
1: yeah wh- whoever the writer's for that show i was like why <laughs> I think
0: the writing was pretty good i feel like Just a that
1: specific line
0: maybe like- melina if you were to come up with a catchphrase we could have one for this podcast right now what would your catchphrase be
1: uh how would i think about that but like because they also gave a catchphrase to sarah lynn the uh um-
0: that's too much man yeah and everyone
1: apparently loved that the audience yeah that is a
0: hundred percent what they did for full house so much of the show like copy paste from full house Mm -hmm. um what was it in in full house mary kate and ashley's um character because they shared one like the twins shared one baby character and she would say you got it dude throw back to
1: episode two if you haven't listened to it oh did we mention it in episode two or three three. yeah Yeah, i think we mentioned it
0: um but yeah so i was like i think that was just a copy paste and I don't know why that was always so funny. My mom loved that. She would watch that show with me. I think it has to do like nine times out of ten about how cute the youngest kid is.
1: I guess so. It, like, it doesn't matter what they say. Like maybe if Sarah Lynn was the one who said, Yow, that whatever that thing. I can't even say it.
0: Melina, <laughs> how could you clearly not get Yowza, Yowza, Bobowsa? It is so clear.
1: If Sarah Lynn said, Yowza, Yowza, Bavaza,
0: everyone would be like, oh my gosh, love, that's adorable. <laughs> Maybe, but I also think it's kind of like, you know, in the Big Bang Theory when Sheldon says, Bazinga, did he write that himself? Like, I don't know. It's just, I think there has to be something snappy about it, right? Like, I think Yowza, Yowza, but even I'm, t- it's too long. <laughs> it's got to be snappy. Yeah. I'm going to ask if you can right. think of something snappy to use
1: not not in the next 10 seconds no
0: <laughs> okay wow i thought you could write on the fly clearly melina you're not going to be doing any freestyle rap anytime soon
1: this is why I'm, i don't do improv okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought the secret to improv was just yes and
1: uh well i have been to a few improv sessions but they they were all these strange like acting like mm-hmm. bodily movements like throwing energy around
0: things yeah I think oh, that okay. helps. That kind of sounds like stuff you do to loosen up before you do like public speaking.
1: Uh, okay, right? Like you're like
0: loosening up. Um, yeah, okay. I can see how that could help, but I guess uh, maybe we should take a break right now. Take a little pause. <laughs> we can go doing these exercises, and then we'll get back to the audience with our catchphrases.
1: Or maybe the audience can come back to us with a catchphrase, and then maybe it'll be featured in our future episode
0: listeners if you have suggestions and you think you can do better than Yowza, Yowza, Bubowza, that's the bar uh, please write us in on our Instagram on our Reddit these are our plugs um, let us know and we'll we'll say it Season two is coming up it's a fresh start. Melina's gonna have a catchphrase and you can make one for me as well I'm down would love to have some fun new catchphrases-hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think I think with the bar at will be great.
1: The character of of Bojack himself, he was so... It was, it was actually pretty funny Like when you compared Bojack yes. in real life to compared to when he was watching the show. like He, yes. he was so grumpy with Todd.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> super grinchy. Super grinchy. But I loved him as the horse on the show. I think the writing, and I don't know if Bojack... I guess he's a good actor because I liked him. <laughs> Did you <laughs> like the horse on the show?
1: He would, I felt that the horse was kind of like what he, in real life, kind of aspired to be. like It was, like, this, like, great dad character, which we actually did see back in, like, maybe, I think episode 11, where he, like, imagined being with Charlotte and then having a kid. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. I think that was actually mm-hmm. episode 10, where he went on the drug vendor, right? Yes. Something like that. Something um, And that. he wanted to be like Harper and, and be, for his, his imaginary child, Harper, he wanted to be there. He wanted to be present. Um, but it also kind of reminds me of, like, when Sarah Lynn came in. I think that was episode Mm. three, Prickly Muffin. Mm -hmm. And he really wanted to kind of, like, relive being a dad on Mm. Horse and Round. And I can see why. Because, like, the way it was written and the the role he was playing was Mm. actually really nice. Like, he was, you know, he ultimately tried to do something nice for her tried to make her like christmas but in the end i was shocked that this episode spoiler alert for horsing around but it ends with him literally telling sarah lynn there's no santa which <laughs> is a bold move for a family-friendly show okay?
1: i mean was it family friendly like a lot of the i guess i don't know what what their age what their audience target audience mm-hmm. was um
0: because even the yeah no go on
1: because even, like, when he was telling Sarah Lynn about, like, um, before saying, like, Santa, like, Santa did he was all, like, Santa had your parents die so I could be your parent kind of thing. Or was that who Sarah Lynn was at?
0: I believe Horsin' Around is based on shows like Full House. Okay. In Full House, they have a dead mom and the dad ah. is taking care of the kids. And okay. so there's a dead, you know, parent. Mm. Um, and they talk about it and it's rated TV G.
1: Maybe they're like, if we don't have two parents, it's gonna be a, uh, no, that's where all the drama, well, they, no, they don't, they don't make drama from that. I was gonna say. No, like, but
0: I think it was really common in the 80s and 90s. There's a lot of shows that derive from like, yeah. you know, just taking care of kids and having one parent and then the neighbors get involved. There are so many family sitcoms. Um or that why? are just hmm. I don't know. Now it's like I think the shift started happening in the late eight nineties to early two thousands to friends, to how I met your mother, to Big Bang Theory, where it's about friends living in a city by themselves. Mm-hmm. No longer about families, you know? <laughs> the the adults are not cool. That's all that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and those are definitely a little bit older because they talk about way more mature concepts. Right, but then there were still like family sitcoms, like Modern Family is still a thing that was around, but it's very different format.
1: Mm, That's true, Mm -hmm. but I guess I guess we don't know what. Yeah, but horsing around is.
0: I think horsing around is more like Full House. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a little bit more like uh Cosby Show. Um, trying to think of some of the other examples, but I, I feel like it almost perfectly fits in that Full House genre because of the "That's too much, man," and the "You got it, dude." And the Yao, I can't even say it. It's So I, long. I don't think a character had Yaozi, Yaozi, Babauza, but there was a character. You know when they say "Go home, Goober." Okay. Right, and um, there was a character on Full House called Kimmy Gibbler who was their neighbor, and would just show up all the time, and they would all be like, "Oh my God, leave!" And her name was Gibbler and mm-hmm. Goober, so I think that was on purpose.
1: That's easier to say, "Go home, Goober," than. Yowza, then yowza, yowza, yowza bo Yeah, that was,
0: you're right. Go home goober is a way better catchphrase.
1: I'm just going to stop trying to say it because I, I cannot say this. Melina,
0: we can say this together. You ready? Yowza. 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 Bo. Bo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's so catchy. <laughs> Can't oh put together words. It, no, it is a bad. It's a bad cash race. No. Um. Speaking of goober, um, when we were watching the show, how did you feel about the fact they kept like going back to BoJack and Todd watching it in person?
1: Um, mm, I, I I didn't mind it. I think it was hilarious. Like how BoJack like was just like, oh my gosh, I said something like that, or like. Like, as in, like, not, not like, he felt that he did it bad, but more in a sense, like, this is so stupid, this premise and everything, like, what is going on here kind of
0: thing. Yeah, I think that that was, it was nice to get his insight. It also was kind of jarring when he would tell you about the behind the scenes or the reality, like, he mentioned with Goober, or was it Todd who, who mentioned with Goober that he, um basically had allegations right did i write that down he molested yeah and i was like oh my god and it it was just like a reality check of like you're seeing tv right now and it seems so wholesome even like bojack on this tv screen even Mm -hmm. though melina you find him (laughs) obnoxious remember and it's just the contrast between what we see on screen and like how they actually are and their behavior off screen is so Mm -hmm. vastly different and unacceptable even though Mm -hmm. they have this sort of acceptable facade that we see almost every day in a digestible format you know, through our TV screens,
1: mm-hmm. and it, and like because we like Bojack came like came out with problems. Goober came out with problems. Sarah yeah. came out with problems. We don't know about the other two kids. Yeah, we haven't yet, seen them, but mm-hmm. probably also came out with problems. Unless they marry each other, which is something that happens, I guess, as well. Like if they met on like, a set and then they spent a lot of time together. Yeah, and then it's like then you start developing feelings for each other.
0: So why would that be a problem?
1: Oh, it's not a problem. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) they could have become married. I mean, some people might be like,
0: marriage is should So I guess some people can say. Wait, I'm so confused how we got here. Alina. Wait, <laughs> you're saying how, really. you know, everybody on the set in some way or another, you know, they, they have some baggage coming out of the show, this yeah. nine year running show. And how did we get to them being married? Oh, no, no. I was going to say they might have come out with baggage, too. And then we just didn't know. And
1: then I was like, or maybe they got married and maybe something good came out of the show.
0: Oh, because you're saying the marriage won't be a good thing. Could yeah be. i, mean, I it feel could like a bad
1: thing too <laughs> yeah it could be a good
0: bad thing your night right they could have just they could have like hap- happily met someone on the set and you don't know there was a lot of staff and crew that probably are fine right although i guess to be fair there were kids
1: at the time and most of the stuff would probably be older
0: yeah older mm. so like there's several things you're yeah. right like positive things could happen in the show it does seem like out of the show there's a lot of negative stuff and baggage i think goober or the actor who acted has him was just a, like, he is still responsible for his actions. I don't think mm-hmm. the show necessarily made him, um, like, it's like, oh, it's the show's fault that he, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, assaulted and molested those yeah. those women. Like, I'm not going to say that. But I do think, like, this was, one, it was jarring. And, two, it's really frustrating to hear that so often. Like, the power that people mm-hmm. get also on TV makes mm-hmm. them on a platform. And I think that people abuse that power, which is so frustrating because it really mm-hmm. makes you lose Trust, um, yeah, with the public, like this happens so often. I think we we just like roughly touched upon upon it in a previous episode, um, where there were further like Charlie Rose, I think, in the first episode and so forth. And it's just, and we talk about how you know, did Hollywood ruin people? And I don't know whether it's just Hollywood ruining people, but I do feel like, um, the best thing I can say is absolute power corrupts absolutely.
1: Mm, Is that your catchphrase?
0: No, that's, like, something from high school English, like, about how power corrupts, and I feel like I don't want to blame the power because I think we're still ultimately responsible for our actions, but mm-hmm. I do think that um, anytime we put someone on a pedestal, we need to make sure we still hold them accountable to other people's, uh, not other, just, like, to the same level of expectation of just being a, a good person, and uh, that means not making it super hard that it's impossible for them to live their lives,
1: right, mm-hmm. like
0: having lots of paparazzi stalking them, but mm-hmm. also we still hold them accountable for treating other people with respect um mm-hmm. and not you know have doing crimes right mm-hmm. um, and they should still be a- accountable and I think sometimes we let it slide when they have some degree of power, say they're a celebrity mm-hmm. and you know they feel like they can get away with things, and that's how you find out after so many years, this person has, you know, molested so many people. You find out about these allegations because they were able to wield the power of being a celebrity Mm
1: -hmm. over
0: people to oppress them, to silence them. And it's also because as a society, we take sometimes the word of victims less, we we don't hold them to the same level as Mm -hmm. we do people who are in, in these positions of power and, we don't often hold the people in power sometimes accountable now i know that's changing with like cancel culture now um in the fact that we're very quick to make sure after we we hear someone um you know doing something wrong to really make sure that they get justice but i also think it's like we flipped the other way not mm-hmm. completely enough like i think there's so many people whose voices haven't been heard and victims who haven't been heard but there needs to be a balance in the court of public opinion and also with the legal system. Like we need to make sure everybody's held accountable for their actions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I also think that we need to make sure we give them some room to also be human and not constantly scrutinize someone. Cause that can be very frustrating. Melina, I've rambled for a long time. Please, say <laughs> please.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a, a tall order we're requesting of not just, the the celebrity but also the industry and also the public because the public can like also be pretty pretty shitty yes. to the celebrity people yes we went from uh what was supposed to be a very cheery christmas special to some very serious topic
0: <laughs> no i yeah I, I'm, I'm sorry about that audience like you know warnings about that but you know it's a topic that has come up previously in the show and i don't think we did mm-hmm. it justice in our previous episode so i wanted to talk about that at least once and clear the air mm-hmm. to make sure that we're you know being clear that you know it's not something we're saying it's okay i think last time we were just like oh people are just bad in hollywood and i don't think that is enough of a message to send because it's not just hollywood
1: mm-hmm. it's like we only have so much time to like we do not have time to talk about everything on this podcast like yes. <laughs> we can go hours and hours on but we know that we don't, you don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. So we can only boil it down to like a few statements, but that unfortunately, that's, that doesn't cover everything. Yeah. It doesn't cover everything. In the 30
0: minutes we haven't done justice, but um, when we're touching a topic, I just want to make sure it was clear. And, and it was, uh, yeah, I think that you're, we were also brought up a good point, Melina, that a lot of the characters on the show have been through some things. Mm-hmm. um so far we've only seen sarah lynn and bojack mm-hmm. but i think it'll be interesting to see how and herb and herb yes yes so it'll be interesting to see whether anyone else has been impacted if we get to see them well we have five seasons to go five seasons right or is it four seasons six seasons in total we finished okay. one okay. so one down five to go you were right. Excellent. Did you like the fact that Todd was watching this episode with Bojack? I think that was very, well, part, uh, I think that was very
1: wholesome. Like, he wanted to, he kept bugging Bojack, being like, hey, watch a show with me. Let's have some fun together. Christmas. Woo. But I'm also like, so you're like, the whole he, he ruining his opera thing like did this, yeah. did this happen before that
0: or was I had after? the same thought because like it's same thought about this because I was thinking it's Christmas how are you not mad at Bojack about this like I was trying to remember the timeline of the show and mm-hmm. I think this had to have happened before the last episode because the last episode they make it very clear it's January Halloween mm-hmm. in January yeah so I think this happened the December before Or it had to have happened, like, a year completely after. You know what I mean? True. Or maybe it could have been just
1: a year before the whole show as well, maybe?
0: Oh, true. It could also be the year before the whole show. Because they never mentioned Diane. Yeah. Diane's the new character in his life. Like, the new person.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm that would make a lot more sense i think time-wise timeline-wise yeah.
0: because like, why was todd so happy to hang out with him cuz i'm shocked todd is still living with him and not upset with mm-hmm. him didn't even didn't even bring that up once
1: mhm mm-hmm. and i'm like i mean i know you can you can like you see the best in people todd but uh
0: this is a bit much. <laughs> yeah. So you're no longer on the boat that Todd is completely hippie. You think he's a good person who sees the best in people? Just just asking for a friend.
1: <laughs> asking for a friend. I mean, he can still be a hippie. Like, can't.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, those no. are not mutually exclusive. But just curious what your thoughts are uh, about Todd.
1: But he definitely does seem less hippie-ish now. Um, yeah. Because it's like, mm, yeah, with everything going on, but a uh, good person.
0: He's he sees the good in other people. Person. That's what you were saying. He does oh, see the
1: good in per- yeah, other people. Yeah. Like even yeah. when I remember there was like the episode where he was robbed by those robbers. Oh, like, yeah. He was <laughs> he so was, nice to them. He was so nice to them.
0: Hmm. Okay. There's one thing about Todd this episode that made me think he's not a good person, Melina. Mm-hmm. One, I strongly dislike it when people eat food in bed. <laughs> I think it's gross. I think that's how you get ants. That is, first of all, it's how you get ants. Let's just start there. Okay. Second, he spit some of the candy cane out like i think it was a plastic wrapper for the candy cane or was it the actual candy cane whatever it was first it was giant ass candy cane he we went to the second and it was on the wall on the floor then on the bed ah what that was disgusting i'm sorry todd was very high on my list i didn't realize he did that but when i noticed it i was like this is disgusting
1: i mean he i think there are times where he is he can't be a bit of a messy person like when he lives up on bojack's couch like i think there's always like potato chips around and that's true things around
0: but like potato chips are very different from having like half chewed up spit <laughs> i'm sorry for listeners that this is too disgusting but like it's half digested right like your mouth digests stuff and then it's his mouth juices all over the bed that bojack sleeps on like i'm sorry is that not disgusting <laughs>
1: I mean, if Bojack has the money, he would just go
0: go buy a new one. <laughs> That's true. He did buy a helicopter, a restaurant, and then like so many other random things. Right. He They're can afford new sheets. Money. He has money. <laughs> he has mon- they keep doing a shot of his beautiful house, Melina. How do you forget?
1: It. it I guess because it just doesn't come up in conversation. He also
0: like, brought up at the start of this episode the residual checks. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. did. Yeah
1: basically promoting himself it's like i'll watch myself to make myself more
0: money exactly we should be doing that to this podcast i don't know if you know guys but melina and i listen to ourselves (laughs) (laughs) all the new of you listeners each time are just us (laughs) it's just us listening to ourselves over and over again hitting refresh those are all our youtube views Um, actually it's not that far from the truth we're very new please share and like and subscribe to our podcast right now if you think we're funny if you like season one we'd love the boost we're a new podcast um and so that melina and i can stop listening to our own content
1: but i love listening to your voice
0: oh that's so nice melina i love listening to your laugh i feel like you're very insightful (laughs) that being said i really liked this christmas special i thought it was really nice the way it ended with um, sarah lynn getting the personalized pencils and she was so excited about that
1: oh yeah like you don't need fancy schmancy princess something sets or yeah uh, i forgot what else that she got
0: <laughs> i think it was a magic princess pony set i think that it was great that what she really wanted was something that was her own yes. um that ending i was like oh feels and then mojack and then was like hey Todd, do you want to watch
1: some more with me? <laughs> I, I like, love that aww. part
0: of the ending too. I also loved how uh, Olivia got a helmet for she wanted to ride on the motorcycle of oh, one yes. of the guys from our high school. And yes. he got her a helmet instead of a leather jacket and I was like, feels. Yes, that is better.
1: What did, what did Ethan get again?
0: He wanted winter socks because he's practical and smart.
1: I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. All my presents for the past few years that I've requested have been practical things I need. Um, I wanted a drill. Um, mm-hmm. this year I'm asking for a vacuum. Um, mm-hmm. year before that, um, I have just wanted socks. If at any point you just give me socks, I really appreciate it. How can you not? You like know, you can't have too many socks. If I have too many socks, they become like sock rags. Right? I guess. True.
1: Well, I guess. I feel like I haven't gotten new socks in a while, just because, huh, why haven't I gotten new socks in a while?
0: Since we haven't, we're talking about socks, I have to plug the Awesome Socks Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, So it is, uh, Hank Green started up, I don't know if you can enroll mid, uh, like mid-year, but every month I get a new pair of socks from this club, uh, and I pay like $14, I think-ish, something around that amount, and money goes to Partners in Health. To help build uh, the maternal um, uh, maternity ward in Sierra Leone, it is uh, something the Vlogbrothers are creating and part of, as part of Nerd The money goes to a good cause, and you get socks.
1: Yes, we will be adding a link to the ep- uh, link to it in the episode if you want to check it out. Yes. So this is a wrap up for season one and we will be starting season two in the new year.
0: I hope you guys enjoyed the holiday spirit ending of the show special as well as our holiday special ending. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Yakin' About Bojack is produced, recorded, and edited by Melina and Aditi. Music is by Podcast Co.'s royalty-free album Keep Calm and Podcast, the song One Fine Day. All thoughts in this podcast are personal opinions. If you or someone you know is experiencing issues with addiction, substance abuse, or any of the topics mentioned in this episode, please know there is hope and seek professional help.